threat of disaster is never pleasant. Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kobe. Man, sometimes we need to hit record as soon as we walk in the studio. I think we said all the funny stuff. <laughs> no. We were going to say that every episode. All the funny stuff came before we recorded. Yeah, we really are funnier than we are on here. I promise, guys. <laughs> yeah. I promise. Cameron, welcome to the studio. You look dapper, dashing, and wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Um, tell the fine folks what we're talking about today. I know you're all eager to hear. You mm-hmm. want to know mm-hmm. what happened at Phenomicon. Did we get teleported into a new dimension? Mm. Did we find an alien war pole? Did we? I don't know. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. We're going to talk about some of the key notes Yeah, and some of the key features of the lectures. Absolutely. There's some interesting folk, and it was fun, so <laughs> let's talk. It was a good time. It really was. But, you know, first, uh, before we get into all this, okay, it goes without saying prepping requires forethought with regard to food and mm. water supplies, power, protection from aliens and stuff. For sure. All areas of significant technical preparation. But don't forget, self-reliant medical care is no exception. You're right. Ever. The Medical Preppers Handbook by noted wilderness medicine expert and survivalist William W. Forgey, MD, provides the basis of prevention, identification, long-term management of survivable medical conditions and tells you when to return to the grid and what to do if you can't. That's the best part. It's for, like, dummies like us. Just kidding, you're not all dummies. I but, am when it comes to that stuff. But like, you don't need to learn brain surgery if you have yeah. to go find a quick method to bandage a finger. It's yeah. in there. It's really nicely organized. The book's easy to read. Doesn't have big words that I can't pronounce. <laughs> it's a good one. Sure. So you need to have it. It's good for you. It's called the Preppers Medical Handbook, and the website is preppersmedicalhandbook.com. Mm. Get it there or Amazon. Beautiful. Thank you, Cameron. You bet. Hey, let's talk about Phenomicon. Yeah. Phenomicon. So what is it? What was it? What happened? This was something that happened, was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. It was a three-day... Oh, my mind's been erased. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was so... After we left, some black guy, some like guys in black. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. That really was a slip. That really was. Um... That was beautiful. Um, so it was a three-day conference, actually, that happened here in Vernal, Utah, where we live. In our hometown, right? And basically, it's a like a paranormal. I feel bad about that slip up. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be sad all this all day. Makes now. me sound about total it. racist. Yeah. Um, a par- it was a paranormal conference. Three days happened in Vernal. We 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 have paramormal paramormal. Yeah. Um, we got to go to two of the days. Unfortunately, we didn't get to go to the, like the the big final. No, and there was like the best speakers on that day. I know. I was well, super some sad. of them. Yeah, I was super sad. But so we, we just we went. We had fun. There was a lot of people there. There was a lot of cool uh, speakers and topics, yeah. and um, there were a lot of weird. I wanted more of it, and I wish they would organize it to where we could have listened to all of them. Yeah. So the second day we went, there was there was like all these breakout sessions. You'd go to different rooms and listen to people, but there was like four people speaking at once that we really wanted to hear it on purpose. Yeah. Cause they hate us. You don't want to have all the facts Ugh. too much for your brain. It's real. It oh. is. Um, so that <laughs> <laughs> was a theme throughout this conference. It was. Um, <laughs> this isn't fake. This is real. This is real. This is real. 
this I know it sounds is real. Bizarre, but it's real. And so they actually had a pretty good turnout. It was it was a lot of fun, and some we just wanted to go over some of the speakers and some of the things that they talked about. Because um, you know there was stuff with Skinwalker Ranch, Blind Frog Ranch, some guys we'd never heard of. Yeah. The days that we missed, we missed uh, George Knapp. Yeah. How unfortunate for the Knapps. <laughs> and um, then there was uh, Travis Walton from that Fire one, and Sky. I really so wanted to listen to him. We will talk about. We've talked about him in the past, yep. but um, we'll go over him and just real quick today, just yeah. for fun. But so the very first speaker as we got there was Tom Dongo, right? Yeah. He was the first guy. I'd never heard him. I had no idea who Tom Dongo was. I hadn't listened to anything he'd talked about before. Yeah. And I'd never heard of Bradshaw Ranch. I hadn't either. So really, the uh, <clears throat> the whole, like, the major focus of it was for Skinwalker and Blind Far- Frog. Frog. So they were yeah. trying to, like, focus on the events The there, local but, stuff. Yeah. But Mr. Dongo, mm. he's been around the block. He's, he knows what's going been on. Been around the universe. In, in, the, in the paranormal... Uh, yeah, I kind of liked his stuff the most because it was so interesting and ridiculous at the same time. It was so much fun. Like, <laughs> so he's just like he's not like the most enthusiastic speaker at all. No, he's just like and you know and then the and then uh, and then they pull up a slide and he's like, oh my. Holy! <laughs> like even he was like shocked by his own slides. Yeah. I've oh, seen that picture in years. Oh, gosh, this brings me back. Oh yeah, yeah uh, this picture is about a. Uh, uh, it's like he was creating the event as he, the picture had never been seen before. It's like oh, uh, it's this a, was a fire, but it's not a real fire. It was a. It was kind of a hard thing for Cam and I because we we really enjoy these speakers. But we also want to make fun of everything they say, yeah. Because as you guys know us, this is what we do, yeah. and so we're like trying to like toe that line between like laughing at each other, laughing at the speaker, and not pissing off everybody around us. Yeah, we, we had some looks. <laughs> we did have some like, looks. I'm sure. sitting in front of us, turn around like, "Hey, stop laughing!" I sure hope this. you're not laughing. Yeah, you this is teleport out of here. <laughs> yeah. So we, we were trying to keep on the down low a little bit, but I mean, obviously, we love hearing about yeah. this stuff. Uh, but he was the hardest one not to just bust out laughing several times. Yeah, there's a couple of times that yeah. Kobe and I were both, yeah, both of us <laughs> would say something, and we would just, I couldn't Lose hold it, it in. Yeah. Like, it's freaking funny. But, um, so who is Mr. Dongo? Yeah. Great name, by the way. Yeah. Perfect name. Yeah. He's an author, a lecturer, a researcher. Mm. He is regarded as a world authority on UFOs. I guess. Extraterrestrials and paranormal. He was the guy. He was he the guy. He kept that... saying that too. <laughs> I'm, you know, I am a world authority on UFOs. Well, the one time he's like, apparently, I mean, I guess I'm a world authority on this. <laughs> yeah. Like you said that a couple of times. I don't want to be. Like, I guess. You know, I don't know. I don't want you to think I come from a rich UFO family. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he was the featured speaker at UFO Congress in 2000. Wish I would have went to that one. UFO Congress? Yeah. What's that? I don't know. It's on the back of his book. Wow. Um, he is also an incredible photographer <laughs> of all kinds of random, terrible photos. <laughs> he, he loves photography. So I was, I was like, honestly, I was so impressed yeah. with the things he said that, and I thought there was a lot of stuff that was super funny. I'm like, I've got, I've got to have more. So I bought his book. And yeah. It's signed. We have several books too. Signed by Tom Dongo. Well, you got the, what is it called? It's called Merging Dimensions mm. and in the Incredible Saga of the Bradshaw Ranch. Wow. So I hadn't heard of Bradshaw Ranch. I hadn't either. And so um, Bradshaw Ranch, or what they call it, a.k.a. Galactic Park, 
Is that really what they call yes. it? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. I know. I love it. Has It's very much like Skinwalker Ranch. A lot of UFO activities, a lot of paranormal, um, interdimensional like visits and things like that. So super weird stuff goes on there. And Tom being, you know, the uh, world authority on UFOs, yeah. they're like, let's bring this guy in. Let's bring this old was Dongo in, in here. I think it was 1992 is when he went and stayed. Yeah. 1992, he went to Bradshaw Ranch. And this isn't Terry Bradshaw's ranch, because no. no. if you Google it, that's what'll come up. Is it? <laughs> if you type Bradshaw Ranch, like, Terry Bradshaw and family, I'm like, nope, that's not it. That's not it. So this is in Sedona, Arizona. And a lot of weird stuff happens there, you know? It's right, I don't know it's right what next it, to New Mexico. It's the desert, man. <laughs> yeah. You know? I know. Aliens are like, this is ugly earth. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's head out of here. They don't go to the nice places. Um, Bigfoot's in the trees ain't going there. <laughs> Apparently, Bigfoot visits down there too. They've had he does, yep. some sightings and, but anyways, so the Bradshaw Ranch, um, it so Tom spent five years there with the Bradshaws. I'm sure they love that. <laughs> oh, Dongo here again, and Linda Bradshaw. <laughs> oh, Dongo's still here. Yeah, what is he gonna leave? Grab his camera, take some pictures, see what he can interpret in my ass. <laughs> um, but he, uh, so the first part of his book, like I've been reading, uh, is a lot about Linda Bradshaw's events that ha- like things that happened to her. And so, so is that his wife or daughter or what? No. So the, the Bradshaw, <laughs> oh, it, it, that's right. They were just, they called him in cause he's an expert. That's right. Right, right, right. So they had Linda that had probably the most experience. You don't hear much about her husband. He's probably just like, this is not a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> I, I got chores to do. <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> it sounds like. for this. <laughs> you and your son run around, and then yeah. and then the son was like, he's got the video camera. Oh, you yeah. You know, running around. He looked legit. Yeah, with the too. VHS tape in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So multiple events, They like Linda, you know, there's tons of them, but... Um, and it's really kind of hard to find. Like, you have to get the book. Yeah. But she, uh, she's since passed away. Oh. But um, some of the events that brought Tom down there were that her and her son, one major event was that they went up on the hill in their pickup, and they were, like, looking out over the ranch. And coming through the canyon were these little red lights, mm. two of them. And they were, she's like, I see planes all the time. I could hear motors, but mm. these two things were dead silent. Wow. Two bright lights moving through the canyon pretty quick, and then they just stopped, and then they went down to the, they went down, kind of landed, and she's like hurrying and grabbing her camera, and they just shot up into the air. And there's a couple of times Tom mentions speeds that he had witnessed, oh, and right. he's like, you know, a ship was up high, and it came down real quick to the air, about, I don't know, 50,000 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he said, He said 50,000 miles an hour. So, you guys thought our estimated yeah. 1,800 miles per hour? No. Cam and 50, I looked at each 000. other. We weren't even close to the speed yeah. that really happened. We looked at each other at that point in this conference. 50,000? <laughs> did he say 50,000? Wow. My estimate. I scribbled. I, I erased our 1,800. <laughs> yeah. Wrote in 50,000. Doing some calculations on my iPhone. <laughs> what? <laughs> and he just nonchalantly said it too. He's like, I don't know, it was flying up fifty thousand miles per hour, you know, and it was gone. And then he just yeah. moved on to the and next. That's real. Thing. That's real. That that's happened. Re- yeah. And that's real. Yeah, he ended everything. And that's real. And that's real. I don't know what to tell you. But yeah, so they're up there, they see these two things, and and then they felt this presence behind their truck. And yeah. she hurried and grabbed her camera and she turned and you know, she snapped a few photos. Apparently, everybody that's on this ranch just starts taking pictures of their turning, <laughs> and then she, like, she, she snaps one, and she's like, and I had this penetrating, like, almost like telepathic message of like, and it said specifically to her, uh-huh. I think I wrote it down, um, yeah, said, uh, 
do not take, uh, wow, where is it? It's like specifically just do not take one more photo. Oh my god. And gosh. she was like, oh crap. Put her camera down. Was it the camera that said it to her or what? <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Do not take, <laughs> please insert new film. <laughs> no, it wasn't that fancy. Oh. And her, uh, son was with, with her and multiple occasions this happened. He just charged the battery on his VCR camera, or VCR, um, (laughs) I don't think he, (laughs) it was like full-size VHS VCR. Basically, it was a VCR, VCR. you know those old ones? They were practically a VCR. He would like, her and click it on, it would turn on for a second, and then it would be dead. Battery was dead. So whatever that, that, uh, Entity? Entity, yeah, was there, it would just absorb and suck the power out of their cameras. Hers Hers died, and then all the time they would go and process the pictures and they just be like black or blank. What? So, don't know. Anyways, that was a lot of her reports. Yeah. And Tom had said, you know, he'd seen these 50,000 mile per hour UFOs a couple of times. And, quick. But he had some other um, pictures that he showed a lot of slides. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the best part of his presentation. It really was. So, um, I don't know, you know pho- photography better than I do. Like, sure. What is it like? Um, debris or or anything on the film that mm-hmm. causes those little sure what is it called like like grain or yeah what, what? you know oh. it's like an out of focus like sure. blob like when it's raining you take a picture at night and it flares gives you that, like yeah. lens flares sometimes and you so know he had mean? quite a few of these and he was yeah. like you know and like I'm looking at the picture like okay is there an, like in the background in the dark is there an alien or something and he's like nope it's those yeah those little little balls you know. Like I said, if you go and take a picture in the middle of the night and it's raining, it's all fuzzy and out of focus. Yeah. Those from the flares. He's saying those are orbs. Orbs. They're just orbs everywhere all the time. Yes. That's not just the photo. No. Like you apparently you're in yep. like an orbit drink all the time <laughs> at the ranch. Yeah. And, you know, he had all these different pictures. One of them had like a nice little sphincter. Yep. Hole in the middle, and he's like, this one's pretty nice. Yeah, and, and you'd zoom in, like, this yeah. is some sort of a different type of yeah. orb. There's lots yeah. of different types of orbs. So lots of orbs at the ranch, and the one thing that he said, too, is, like, one of the ranchers there was like, no, that's just dust, yeah. and he tried to reproduce it by throwing dust up <laughs> and taking right. pictures, and he's like, it couldn't be reproduced, because this is real. <laughs> You're right. That's what this he said. This is real. Yeah, he, d- he said all it came out was, was a dusty camera. <laughs> that's right. That's the only thing he came up with. Yeah, dummy. A um, couple other events that Tom discussed were his abilities that were that he learned, and he says this is extraterrestrial like information and things that he's learned by being around him and studying. Sure, one of them being X-ray vision. Yeah, this one really intrigued me. So I was, yeah, I was excited he could about see, this. He could at a time. He said, I, "I don't know. Did he say he could still do it?" Well, he said he wasn't the best at it. Yeah, there was another right. guy that he knew. Yeah. He said, if you have anything wrong in you, he can look at that's you, right. figure yeah, it out. somebody was really good at it. And let you know. He's like, I'm not that good at it. I'm, I'm pretty good, but I'm not that good. Um, I just don't do it that much. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but he knew a guy that could, like, you, you have something wrong with your appendix. <laughs> he can look in there and figure it out. Yeah. Like, just looking at you. You know how much that would cut down on ER bills? I, I know. That's what I'm just saying. Just come in, can I check in? Yeah. Well, you don't have anything going on. I just scanned you. Yeah, you're fine. It's anxiety. <laughs> no Go broken away. bones. You want to still be seen? Yeah. So that's but yeah. He had that ability, which is crazy. Yeah. And then um, he also talked about the ability. Like one of his big things was that he could do remote viewing. Yeah. And so uh, remote viewing, 
as you all know, is a form of extrasensory perception or ESP where practitioners learn to describe an object which might be on the other side of the world without using any of their five senses. Yes. It's almost like teleportation with your soul. Kind, kind of. of. Yeah. It's like you're looking, you're seeing another place without actually being there. Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit like Luke Skywalker, maybe. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kind of like a, like the yeah. Force. Yeah. So um, he specifically, you know... Is he good at it? Mm. He said specifically <laughs> he good that he is a master remote viewer. Mm. And we are suppressed here on earth. We mm. cannot see things because some control over us. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't just good at it. He's a master remote viewer. That's like the highest level you can get, I think. Right. So he had game. a really good friend in Durango while he was in Sedona. Mm-hmm. And this person was a psychologist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. A psychologist. And the psychologist was like, you know, let's do some tests. You know, I'm going to have some stuff in my room. Let's see if you can see him. And he's like, I was at an 80% accuracy. That's pretty good. I know. So he would be like, that's an orange. No, it's an apple. But he was like, <laughs> he still Fruit. knew it was there. He still knew it was there. Yeah. So pretty impressive. And he even you said like. ding-dong out? The no, anim- it's a hot dog. <laughs> it's a hot dog. It was close. I mean, hot dog. Why are you wearing clothes? I am wearing clothes. Well, I'm seeing right through them. Oh, it was clothes. That's what it was. That's right. It was either no clothes or some clothes. <laughs> yeah. 80%. 80%. 80%. This is real. <laughs> this is real. I don't know what to tell you, Durango man. <laughs> yeah, so. I can see you. But yeah, he would like do these experiments with his buddy in Durango. And he said that the, the animals there at the Durango location, they would like bark at him. Yeah. And he's like. And he'd say, like he said it this way, he's like, you little bastard, you can see me, can't you? <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh, Tom was the best. Yeah, he was. Like, I, w- I would have spent another three yeah. hours listening to him. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, animals could see me. It was almost like my soul was there. Yeah. But they could sense my presence, and I was just relaying information to his friend in Durango. So right. pretty freaking amazing remote viewing Well, there ability. was one time, there was he, his buddy had a friend there. And he didn't tell him about it. Right? Oh, yeah. See, I did yeah. this story. I'd... Yeah. And so um, Tom's like, hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. You're supposed to be alone. That's right. Is there somebody there? And he's like, yeah, he's sitting on the couch. And he's like, I can't see him. I can only tell My that name's he's there. Dale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy, like, he knew somebody was there, but he couldn't see him. That's right. And so he said, well, I don't know what that was. I don't know if he was an alien. Or if he didn't have a soul. Yeah, did one of the, the two. guy in Durango didn't say he yeah. had somebody there, huh? But he, he didn't. sensed somebody he there. He sensed That's someone right. who just couldn't see him. I forgot him. about that. That was pretty yeah. good. So he's either an alien or he had no soul. Might yeah. have been a redhead. I don't know. Man, the surveillance that he could do. Dude, I tell you. I was thinking he had the x-ray vision now. I'm like, oh, Peter. <laughs> yeah. I haven't shaved. <laughs> no way. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, anyway, super, I mean, I could go on and on. Like, he had some pretty funny, sure, pretty serious stuff. He had great stuff. He even got a little emotional at one point. Remember, he's like, I've seen some things. Oh, that's right. Not all of these extraterrestrials are good. Right. And he's like, I've seen, and he got all emotional. He said, I've seen a nine-year-old get killed. That's right. He did. And then he just moved on to something else. I'm about. like, elaborate, buddy. Yeah. He said also at one point, he's, remember he was talking about his girlfriend having sex with somebody else? Oh, he's like, yeah. He's like, that's not a fun thing to see. Yeah. 
That's right. I forgot about That's that. That's not fun. Yeah. I'm going to look at it. But Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember exactly That's the details right. of that one. Well, he didn't go into it much. Again. He just mentioned, like, he just jumped around. It's like one thing after another. Yeah. We got aliens. Whatever got comes orbs. to my mind, I'm going to say it. We got mind control. We got yeah. m- m- remote viewing. We got x-ray vision. We got sex with people. We got <laughs> yeah. nine-year-old dead. And we got all this stuff. Yep. And um, I think... The last thing that he he talked about that was probably one of my favorites mm-hmm. is he pulled up this photo, yeah. and like you just see a guy side profile, mm. and you're like, yeah. okay, what what about this photo? Like, is this somebody that was on there that got abducted? Or, yeah, and he's like, this is the famous blue man, blue haired man, right? blue haired man. Yeah, he's like, it's, it's super famous everywhere, and he's like, I think he took the picture, didn't I, he? I don't know, I don't remember. He had another one though of like his forehead that he said <laughs> I took a picture in the middle of the night. Yeah. No one was in front of me, but then it was just like <laughs> it was a guy's his hairline and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but don't you remember he said there's horns coming out? Yeah, he was like, like trying bumps. to point on the forehead, and it's super fuzzy. Yeah, well, this is because he was so close to the camera. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's just but a, he's literally, like, it's like he a top had felt half. somebody there, and he mm-hmm. took a picture. And then when he developed the film, he's like, that guy's right in front of me. Well, like, he's super close to him. And he's, I think what he said is there's some sort of, they are like these interdimensional beings. Yeah. And if you lift up your camera real quick and take a picture, they can't get out of the way fast enough. Yeah. <clears throat> right? So they're <clears throat> they're dropping. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, a lot invisibility of going on. Yeah. Which, you know, there's that's a whole other thing that they have the ability to go invisible. Right. But um, two of the things, I guess the one is the blue man. Yes. And you can look at it, the blue hair man, it's just a side profile of this guy, and he's like showing us all these features of him. He's like, you can see his forehead's a little. The guy that probably got the picture taken of him is like, this is boring. <laughs> he's tearing me apart. But his forehead looked kind of small. Yeah. And then he's like, if you look at his ear really close, uh-huh. the hole is not anatomically in the right place. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. not close to the earlobe and in the middle it's up near the top of it oh head. didn't he also say that the uh um like the way that his his yeah his jawline huh? well his thing was shaved his uh oh, yes. it looks exactly like the guys on his, star trek his sideburn <laughs> yeah the sideburns the sideburns are cut just like everybody on star trek like that was some sort of a fact that was supposed to blow our mind star trek's been known to yeah. document real alien encounters exactly i'm trying to google it but all i'm getting is stock photos of like gay guys with blue hair so i don't <laughs> i don't know what to do yeah i have it in here yeah. um i don't know if it's got a different name to it but um yeah anyways the blue man's upper torso and head note the pale blue tinge of the face and the ear mm, and it's yes. just like a like a overexposed picture <laughs> it is yeah uh anyways he would make any picture look good and then the other one was the alien, the little midget alien that was running around. Oh, that's right. There was a midget. So he left his camera in the kitchen, mm. and he said, during the night, yeah. <laughs> this alien went in, grabbed his camera, and snapped like 32 pictures yeah. in, <laughs> in the kitchen. And he's like, note the height. <laughs> he's like, all these pictures came from like table height. <laughs> and he's right. like, 32 of them. He's like, yeah. you can kind of see a little dark figure here. But he's like, we're going to catch this little SOB. Yeah. So they powdered the camera with yeah. some baby powder and left it out that night. Once again, 
took some pictures, and he's like, see the picture? <laughs> it's like a big greasy finger. <laughs> it's, it's like he had Kentucky Fried Chicken beforehand and then took some pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a big sloppy finger, like, yeah. on the two buttons. Like, so he's like, this is an alien hand. And I'm like, that was you, the end of it? He didn't, like, no, no forensic or no. anything. He's just like, like well, I, you could just see the outline of a finger. You could see it's a big finger. It's not like a normal finger. I didn't finger. take it. She didn't take it. It's real. It's alien. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh. um... He had some freaking incredible stuff. He was the best. But yeah. the pictures are my favorite. Like yeah. he just took pictures, you know, when like the strap on your camera falls in front of the lens yeah. and you get this picture or your fingers in front of the phone. Mm-hmm. It looks just like that. And he's like, There's a big orb coming in. Yep. Or the strap would be like, This is an interdimensional tear in time. Yeah. He loves the orbies, man. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the most famous photos from uh, the Bradshaw Ranch is it shows a little, there's two flying saucers, mm-hmm. there's a telephone pole. Oh, that's right. It doesn't exist, and then it's a, it's a beach. Yep. So there's either like a thin wormhole there, and the, the it it's a beach in the other location. Yeah. And so you can see through time and see that, you know, that, that uh, I want to see Terry Bradshaw. Linda Bradshaw, yeah. she had, she had witnessed this, and another person in a whole different location had the same, they tried to say it was counterfeit, and... But he's like, no, Weird. it's the same location, same wormhole. Yeah, I mean, it, it really just looks like a photo. It does. Of, yeah, it doesn't. Like but, a big screen TV, like yeah. if you went to the drive-in. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Uh, Anyways, yeah, Tom Dongo, so much. It was great. Like, I his book's entertaining. And we got a selfie with him. Yeah, it was did. great. <laughs> it was did. fantastic. Tom was Tom was I a good was time. Was there an orb or something? I'd, <laughs> we should have checked. I didn't even notice. Holy crap, we I need know. to look. So Kobe and I that night were just like we went home and we were just like <laughs> spinning our cameras, taking a picture and be like circle and stuff. Cause that's yeah. seriously what his photos were. We'll have to maybe we'll have to share that that text thread or something. Yeah, we should open up like some thread of like submit your pictures of aliens. Submit your orbies. Just any yeah. picture, circle something you think is alien and we'll interpret yeah, it for we you. Should. We're gonna have to start that because oh man, yeah. we'll we'll put that on Facebook or something because he was the best. He had so much he was so much yeah, fun. He just kept going Listen and I was like, him. man. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's too much to talk about. But uh, um, anyways, that was a great one. Yeah, it was really good. So one of the next ones uh was Dwayne Ollinger. So this is the dude from Blind Frog Ranch. It, yeah. To be honest, I don't know that much about Blind Frog Ranch other than I know it's right. To be here. honest, after his thing, I still, I don't, still know don't know that anything. much. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just say he wasn't the most prepared coming in. Um, I think about two minutes in, he's like, "How long's that been?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, "Really? Wow, you're not like, yeah, keeping anybody's attention here. for sure." So, Blind Frog Ranch. So, this is a ranch here in Vernal, Utah. Um, so they keep saying it's like 20 miles away from Skinwalker, right? Um, it's a place, and there's actually a show called Mystery of Blind Frog Ranch, and this is on Discovery. So let me give you kind of the outline of what the show is. The team of investigators follows a team of diggers led by Texas oil millionaire Dwayne Ollinger, and this is him, along with his son Chad and friend Charlie Boy, plus Eric Drummond. <clears throat> the team already made some huge discoveries, but there are haunting legends looming over their heads. Skinwalkers are threatening them, of course, so they're quite regretting owning a property so close to Skinwalker Ranch. Blind Frog Ranch located almost next to Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, what is almost next to? I don't know, but that's like my house is almost next to it too. Yeah. I didn't even know I've driven right past it when you go up to Paradise Lake. 
Is that what it That's is? That's Blame Frog right there. Uh, yeah, I haven't been there. It's like a storefront. Uh, <laughs> they have a new store, actually, in I think Vernal. that's what... Oh, it's in Vernal? No. There's a store in I think in you Vernal. can buy stuff from there. You know where the old um, chainsaw place used to be? Oh, yeah. Right there is the store. Oh, there's the, there's that's a big right. UFO the big up there. Foot. There's Two a big out UFO. Front, the statue yeah. we took a picture by. Yep, exactly. Um, it's believed by locals... There's a Bigfoot that works there. <laughs> yeah, he's always there. <laughs> uh, the place is covered... In seven underground caves and measures 160 acres. So, uh, this, seven underground caves? I didn't yeah, know that. That's the big thing is they, they think, I'll, I'll go through this. Okay. So, this is about Dwayne himself. After Treasures? Making, yeah. After making a fortune as a high risk oil contractor, Dwayne sold his company in Amarilla and moved everything to a into a wildcat gold mining opportunity in the Uinta Mountains in Utah. Since he started prospecting at Blind Frog Ranch, he's discovered a system of underground caverns that run Can't underneath that dude's a the property. <laughs> I know. Oh the gosh. people that make money sometimes is like, I'm doing it wrong. Um, he's since become... So are they, and they got money out of it. ...convinced that a famous lost treasure is hidden inside the caverns, and his sing singular focus has been finding it. But the locals in the area say that a curse protects the treasure, and Dwayne has had a myriad of strange occurrences that have knocked him off course. So they think, ah, yeah, he thinks in this, uh, it might actually be like the Lost Roads Mines. I didn't even know that going into this. Yep, might be, might be the Lost Roads Mines. Might be some other Mormon gold treasure that's down in there, or some other like old Spanish uh, mine, you know. Um, and so. That's kind of the whole big thing with yeah. Blind Frog Ranch. But also, obviously, there's weird occurrences that happen. Paranorm paranormal yeah. stuff, like, you know, the equipment not working. All like the same kind These of stuff. These two aren't really, like, Skinwalker and Blind Frog. They're not very far apart. No, they're like, not. Like, they're basically across Highway 40. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's like 20 One's miles. One's on one side of the valley and the other's on the other. Yeah, exactly. So, um, anyways, like I said, Dwayne, he came in. He's, like... He's a really likable dude. He is likable. But he just wasn't. He's like seven foot ten. Yeah. Super tall. Wears, wears a jean jacket and a yeah. cowboy hat all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so weird, dude. Um, he was not prepared for this speech, though, at all. Yeah. It, was, it was really almost kind of awkward at the beginning. It was. But anyways, his he story. Got rolling. Holy hell, his story is weird. It's super weird. Like, to the point where it I'm like. It went to a point where I'm like, what? What are we talking about? Yeah, I couldn't. I'm like, what? That is kind of par for the course for some of these speakers where you're like, they yeah. just go off on these crazy tangents like it's normal. He kind of mentioned a bit about the ranch and then he yeah. goes into like protecting the environment yeah. and all the waste of like fracking and all that. Yeah. I was like, what is it, a hippie? Yeah, well, and he used to be an oil guy, which is kind of right. crazy. It is kind of weird. So there's, there's some I've done my damage, paid my dues. <laughs> so he's he also talks about these weird areas on the earth where you go, and if you melt down the sand, it makes this funky metal. Yeah. And I don't, like, he just sort of talked about it a couple times, like it was this random Well, some thing. pictures it was, like, solid uh -huh. in, like, a, uh, it was, like, in a muffin tin. Uh-huh, yep. <laughs> and then the next picture is, like, it looks like mercury. Yeah, it didn't so make like, any what sense. what is this? Yeah, so... If you want to go try and find stuff about that, it was really confusing, and he was not straightforward about anything on it. No. Um, but there's I think the best part was the Q&A. The Q&A was great. Because the guy, like, yeah. there's a lot of, like, guys, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know on The Simpsons, the guys that runs, like, the, um, <laughs> runs the mag the, like, comic book. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple the, of like guys that looked like yeah. that. It's like, uh, so, <laughs> one question I have is, what is the elemental yeah. density of the material? Two guys asked that same so, question. Yeah, right back to back. Like, what the hell? Listen to the guy before you. Is this you. on the periodical chart, or? Yeah. 
It was really weird, and he had no answer for any of that stuff. I don't know. Let's yeah. get together afterwards. We'll talk about like, it. No, it's not on a periodic <laughs> chart, okay? Yeah. So there, there is a weird part of his story that just blew my mind. So he had a friend, uh, or has a friend. No, this guy died. He had a friend who worked at Area 51. Oh, Okay? Yeah. He worked at Area 51, but the cool thing about this friend is that he was drafted to work for the aliens. Mm. The it was like the United Federation of to like share info like well, technology he, sharing. He, is that was, what he, said he, he was, was doing kind of that was part of the thing. Um, I, it I can't was, remember. It was hard to understand. I, I kind of got lost with him. and yeah. I got bored. You were half asleep during this. I was. He he wasn't entertaining me like the others. Yeah. So his his buddy worked for the Alien Federation. This huge fleet of ships that are like invisible up in the sky somewhere. <laughs> and this is who this guy worked for. And so this is so the luckily those you know, are the ones that would come in in the clouds. I, I don't know. They were disguised by the clouds. And Possibly. Then all of a sudden they were lined up on like th- yeah. triples. Yeah. So these aliens, um, luckily he knew this guy that was, you know, kind of a liaison to the aliens and worked for the, the United Federation of whatever it was. Um, these cool. These aliens helped Dwayne many, many times over the years. They helped him find <clears throat> these different technologies. They helped him test these different metals and, and different things. So it was really nice for him. They, even one time his daughter got gravely ill was in the hospital ready to die doctors said you know what she's only got a few days to live you probably need to be here with her so he he goes he's at the hospital and i forgot that was his story for some reason i thought this was tom's no no this is his story and suddenly he felt this weird sort of vibration going throughout the entire hospital um lo and behold they were sending down healing helium powers healing powers of some sort and healed his daughter at one point there was even aliens kind of standing over top of his daughter yep. um, so i remember like he he had like it was these, odd like these pictures he just pulled from yeah. the internet and yeah. like put up so that's like this alien chick with like a mask on yep exactly <clears throat> so they that that was great um again star trek Yes. Looking. Yeah, and he he had had several encounters at his own home with aliens outside of his home. He went outside and saw these yeah, alien that's ships right. because he had that beam of light hit yep. him when he was out in his backyard. I had this yeah. inclination. Exactly. Go outside, check my genitals. So his story is kind of odd. It, it went all over the place. It's hard to say much else other than, holy crap, that guy was interesting, but wasn't a great speaker, no. to be honest with you. It, what he's doing and, like, discovering is pretty cool. Yeah. But, yeah, he wasn't, Cam and I, he wasn't I think a talker. We need to go on. They actually give tours of Blind Frog Ranch. Yeah, All you got to do is do go down to the store, set up your tour, and you can go. So I think we're going to have to go do it just to kind of see what we see. Yeah. And maybe we'll take I'd like some to audio. Check it out. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, that was that was Dwayne Ollinger. Really, yeah. really interesting. He, um, um, mm. the one thing was the, like, is that metal used in like alien spacecrafts, or can yep. it be used to, like for have things. weird electrical conductivity and all that stuff? Yep. So, but um, yeah, I, that stuff was interesting to me. The rest, I was like, man, he's all over. But yeah. the one thing I was gonna say is like all these, like some of these speakers that weren't, you know, outside of Tom Dongo. Yeah. Is like they would talk about like what they do and everything, and at the very end they throw in something just to tie into like Blind Frog or yeah, you know it's like oh yeah. no, 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 no. we're gonna put a couple spaceships on the way home yesterday. <laughs> and then they'd end their. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like they didn't exactly. like they had to like add that because that was the whole yeah, agenda. So, so Skinwalker the, was the big sort of like pull, right? Because yeah. that's the big thing. So everyone was trying to be like, yeah, because the one girl that I'm going to talk about, April, that you yes. left. That's mm-hmm. what her story like. 
pulled in and it didn't have the conviction that she had of the, the other the stuff. The other stuff. She's just yeah. like, this happened, this happened, happened. Yeah. And thank you for coming in. <laughs> yeah. So, Buy my book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get moving on, though, I want to tell you something that I did not know. Did you know that Off the Grid Surplus has something for everyone, Cameron? I just realized I didn't even know they have women's pants. I didn't know Did that. Did you see that? No. Uh, the Kestrel, I think is what they're, they're called. They're not mom jeans, are they? They're absolutely not. They're tight. Sweet. They got they got a picture of a girl <laughs> with a nice behind on there. Um, so your behind's going to look I nice. I didn't look at it. Yeah, you did. Uh, right. Ladies, yeah, go look. You'll see it. You'll see it. Go take a look at offthegridsurplus.com. Um, so if you're a lady you and know, you're listening. You are like, let me go see. I'll, I'll check out this behind. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks great. So uh, they listened to <laughs> their, <laughs> the pants are great. They listened to their female <laughs> audience. They told them, you know, they couldn't find a pair of rugged pants that had functional pockets and were comfortable to wear outdoors and working, right? Which is right? very true. It's so, super true. But they get all the durability as the men's pants, but they designed it specifically for the women in mind. That's cool. Because they're know different. That. They're different than guys. You know, they, they got are. the hips. Yeah, they're they're kind of anymore. Anymore. You can't tell who's who. Yeah, who's who. <laughs> what are you? He, him, she, Z. Um, but it comes in black, comes in coyote. They look really great. Also, right now, Cameron, this is exciting. They're men's havoc shorts 2.0. They're on sale. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get there and get we love them things. So yeah. go, go check them out. Go to their site, offthegridcircles.com. Get an extra 15% off with our code Casual Preppers. And you're going to be a happy person. And if you've got a lady in your life, go get her some of these pants. Yes, yes, right? yes. Get her a size smaller and say, hey, I thought that was your size, babe. <laughs> yeah. Because they do refunds and, and you know, exchanges. I want your butt to look like this. And then you get slapped. Ugh. The um uh I'm eyeballing those flannels. Are you? I know they got dude. some sweet flannels. They have, a, they, have, they have a pre-order going on on some new flannels. Yeah, I'm like they're coming. They're coming this fall. Yeah, baby. Yeah, uh-huh. their stuff's awesome. All of it. I've gotten. I bought my own stuff multiple yep. times. Um. So, the next speaker. This is this was the following day when we did little breakout rooms. So yeah. it, we were like torn. We're like, what do we want to go to? So we did spend probably the most part of that with um april slaughter so april slaughter she's actually a native from utah right i think so yeah i think she grew up in like spanish fork um but she's been on uh ghost hunters she helped write i think she was like interested in him and sent uh-huh. some <laughs> she sent some uh like uh information to them that she was super interested in. They're yep. like, hey, why don't you be our lead writer or whatever, yeah, or yeah. lead magazine. Anyways, so she's like the big ghost hunter type, and yeah. her big thing is um, is the IA, IADC, the basically after-death communication yeah. and stuff. She has a lot of different stuff, but she has her own books. I, You know, she was pretty... Uh, I thought she was a pretty good speaker. Yeah, she wasn't like, bad, for sure. She delivered her information pretty clear, and, you know, she had a lot of conviction in it and stuff like that. But, um, it's just funny, like all of these speakers, how, like, it's just everything is true. There's no, yeah, no, there's no, no. no saying, well, maybe it wasn't this. No, she's it's like, always like 100%. Yeah. Not just her. I'm just saying everybody. No, it's true. This thing. Yeah. So, April Slaughter is the author of three books and numerous articles on ghosts, hauntings, physical research, and death, and funeral customs. As an active paranormal researcher for nearly 25 years, she's delved into almost every faucet of uh, unknown from spirits and psychic phenomena. Mm -hmm. So she talked about a story when she was younger and her sister, and they got interested in some of this stuff, and they went in. I can't remember. What device did they have when her and her sister went to that hospital in Spanish Fork? So They they just had a regular recorder then. That's right. I think, right? 
So they went in and, you know, and she like usually just invites them and she calls them out and she's like, you just don't want to be afraid and freak out. And so her and her sister went in. It actually was a haunted house at the time. And so they went in between. Like a, like a real, like. Like they were doing a Halloween haunted house. Mm -hmm. But an old hospital, that sounds super creepy. And it looked creepy. Well, it's just like the one we have here. It's an old hotel that That's hasn't true. been updated since 1979. And it is. It's disturbing. It's yeah. awesome. Um, so she she and her sister went in there, and they like ran this little device, and and she played some of the recordings. And I don't know about you, but like the the recordings always creep me out a little bit. Really? <laughs> like they just seem weird. Oh, sure, I'm like, I don't weird. like that. Yeah. <laughs> but like you could hear like this little girl's voice, like, "Hi, April." Oh yeah. Like, "Hi, April." <laughs> It was that they weren't that creepy, yeah. But like she, you know, she was like, "Man, I'm getting recordings from um, the other side or these spirits that have been trapped in this area." Mm -hmm. Anyways, that hospital's been since torn down. But she also talked about. um, I thought this was kind of interesting, just because this guy developed this this uh, ham radio. Yeah, he took this ham radio and he made it. um, He made it basically continuously scan back and forth. Mm-hmm. So it would just like constantly being like, you know, radio. Weather, yeah, so it's, it's picking up all all the waves. That and were you can speed in. it up and, and mm-hmm. slow it down. And she was like really interested in it. I think he, he wanted to show her it. And he's like, I, you know, I have people requesting all the time. They want this yeah. for ghosts. I'm not going to make one. And she visited with him about it. And then he's like, I'm not building you one because she was interested. And then he. I think he got like signals through it that yeah. was like, give this to April. Build one for April yeah. now, you <laughs> yeah. idiot. So he sent her one and she yeah. started using it and she showed some of those that were like, those ones to me, I'm like, God, you could make anything you wanted out of those. Yeah, they were pretty suspect to me. Because be it was just like, KSL, football team, Buccaneers. You're like, my dad loves Buccaneers. Football, that's real. He's talking to me. Yeah. So that one was kind of um, funny, but she's like, it, you know, it broke and that guy passed away. And, mm-hmm. and there, there's only been a few people develop some devices like that. And the last one she talked about, or that was called a ghost box radio. Yeah, the ghost um, box, huh? The other thing was this guy from New York had developed like an outlet detector, you know, when you test power. Yeah. And he'd like cranked it up and had it like continuously like feeding power through it. Yeah. So like you go into rooms and he would just like, You'd ask people, and anyways, sounded pretty convincing. <laughs> the guy was pretty, uh, yeah. But she talked to her grandpa through it, and you know, yeah, and she yeah. was like really pretty. Uh, She's very emotional. worked up about it. Yeah, so, very emotional. And all the women in the room were crying too. Yeah, like everybody, like I'm looking around, like okay, yeah, here we are. She, her room was like it was packed. It was, it was, so, it was packed, man. But yeah, it was Pac Man, Pac Man. But yeah, she had Ms. Pac Man. So this little device that was like a plug into the outlet. But she also said she kind of felt like she was scammed a little bit too. And but she's like, I really felt like I talked to my grandpa. Anyways, was that the same guy that built that thing for her that was supposed to like heal her daughter? Yes. Yeah. And she opened it up and it was just magnets. And she was like, There's old pinball machine parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was pretty pissed about that. Yeah. But she's like, I really felt like that day I talked to my grandpa. And she played some of the audio and it was kind of weird. Um, yeah. I mean, like you. you like most of it, I didn't notice it until she put the words on the screen, and then you sort of like your mind makes it. And that's work. the thing, and she you know even I mean? mentioned that too. That yeah. she's like, I could see, you know, you could if you're really trying hard, sometimes make things out of nothing. Yeah, but she was like pretty convinced that mm-hmm. she heard her grandpa. That sure, was like, don't worry, you're a good mom. But her grandpa didn't sound like her grandpa. It sounded like a girl. 
Yeah. Like it would, you know what so I mean? So that was kind of weird. <laughs> A little odd, but yeah, I'm your grandpa. <laughs> Hello, it's Grampy. Member, <laughs> yeah, member. Member when we sat um, on lap. Nope. Um, remember when we ate candy together? Like every grandpa, they're like, "Oh no, I remember. I did." But yeah, it was emotional. But it was Kobe had Kobe left at this point. Um, he'd had enough. Well, I was trying to go. There was a whole You're, bunch of other speakers. There were, and I was, um, I was like interested to hear her Skinwalker Ranch yeah. story, and that's what I heard. I don't think you were. Did you catch any of that? Mm-mm. So this is where I kind of felt like she's like, okay, I'm here for Skinwalker. Let me throw in some stories. Yeah, she had said she grew up around here, and her grandmother lived over by Skinwalker Ranch. So one night she got like this really bad fever. She wasn't getting better, and her grandma loaded her up in the car, took her down to Bottle Hollow. Oh, and geez. dunk her in it. And she's no. like, fever was gone. No All my way. sickness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't tell you that, huh? No, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, she got... So, Blind Frog also has a river people think is a healing river. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, she got dunked in there, fever and everything gone. Bottle hollow. Yep. It's like 90% keystone light I would think in that you... thing. <laughs> It's I not would, even water. I, I know. I think if you got dunked in there, you know that amoeba brain eating. <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna. That's happen. what probably. Yeah, that's happen. mostly coronavirus and light beer. Yeah, like that's what that whole thing is, yeah. dude. And Bottle Hollow has its name because it was like where they would just the drunk Indians, they would throw or the, the Native Americans just bust all their bottles. Yeah, in. exactly. So, anyways, yeah, that was one thing that happened. Second, when she was in high school, her and her friends. This one's. This one gets really crazy. Okay. They were like, let's do this. Let's go and um, let's stay on Skinwalker Ranch. What? She's like, it okay. wasn't like boarded up, you know, yeah. gates and all that and popular sure. at that time. But they're, you know, always history. Or there's always been like stories about sure. Skinwalker. So they did it. They went and they stayed on the ranch. And two of the, the two dudes, you know, freaking cool, I bet. Oh, yeah. They were like. Johnny Cool <laughs> yeah. guy. They were like, we read about this chant, so let's do it. Like this, like oh, Native gosh. American thing. They're F like, let's that call noise. on the. I know. F that noise. She's I ain't like, doing that. she's like, I did not participate in it because she's like, I felt like it was, you know, disrespectful. And she's like, I was scared that it was going to bring on some weird stuff. So they do it. Yeah. And she's like, and like nothing really happened. But uh-huh. she's in. Then we all just got like this really strange feeling. Of course, she over did. Us. Right. Of and, course. Um, we felt like we were being watched. And she's like, and then we went in and out of some of these old abandoned houses too, and just oh like gosh. felt like there was like this presence around us. Yeah. That night they went to bed and she got up in the morning and like they were standing over her and they were like, Who's hey, they? Her, her oh, friends. the guys. Oh, sh- I thought you were <laughs> oh, like whoa. a damn skinwalker. Sorry. <laughs> There's a wolf. This is good. <laughs> it's like, big bad wolf. The nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what? No, her friends are standing over and they're okay. like, where did you go last night? And she's like, what do you mean? And she's, they were like, look at your shoes. Her boots were all muddy. Uh-huh. There was no rain that night. Yeah. And she, they said that she was gone for two hours. What? Just gone. They didn't want to ask she her? She didn't remember it. The, at night? Right. When she was gone, when she got back? They didn't, they did, I think they went and looked for her for a second, and then they're like, screw it. She came back on her own. Okay. But her boots were all muddy. And yeah. she's like, I just remember, like, bits and pieces of, like, this really tall character. Uh-huh being there watching me the whole time like yeah. she's like i don't know if it was a dream or in real life mark eaton and she's like i had this like huge <laughs> <laughs> really talking who knows she had this really like strong feeling that uh-huh. he was not there to hurt her so, okay well that's nice. anyways that so that good. happened and she's like um 
it was still early in the morning when she got up or something and they sure. like went, they were like, let's go check out like the second location or something. When they were going, this is the part that gets crazy. They were going to this second house yeah. and she said they felt something walking behind them. And when they turned around, there was this figure that had orbs passing oh. in and out. Oh my God. Tom, Dongo, Dongo, orbs. Yes. Going in and out of them really fast. And she's like, am I dreaming this? And she said, those little orbs, <laughs> this is, I'm not making this crap up. <laughs> okay. These little orbs came towards them. Uh-huh. And um, her boyfriend at the time, they like went and shot up into his nose. Oh, geez. And she's like, he had the worst headache. Did he sneeze? And he was sick. <laughs> <laughs> he might be allergic to orbs. He was freaking <laughs> like, like she said, like deathly sick with like a massive migraine oh. for like two days after that. For real? And she said <laughs> like... Um, it went away and she's like, I felt like it had to do with us messing around you with that kind of stuff. That, yeah. I think it has something to do with the orbs going in his nose. So she's like, we witnessed like that character and I had that weird nighttime thing. And then her boyfriend, um, had this instant, but she's like, this is the part that's crazy. At the very end of this whole meeting, she's like, I, uh, I get a call from my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. like just li- like the last two years or something. And she's like, Hey, he's like, let's meet up. So they met up, and they this went. Is a booty to this, call. They went. I know. <laughs> Guys, so wait, if you're listening, of, this is what happens. Yeah. When, this it's is what it kind of sounded like. Yeah. They meet up at this cafe, and they're like talking, and he's like, "I want you to know, I have brain cancer." Oh, no. And he's like, "I strongly feel it's because of that. Wow. Those events that uh, we, you know, that night, and those orbs. Like, right. I think we messed with it, and we shouldn't have. And now I'm a dead man." Did he tell the doctor that he had orbs in his nose? <laughs> Like maybe they could do it's something on the diagnosis. It's on the <laughs> differential on yeah. everybody I evaluate. Is that like an MRI that you could? Did look? you go skin model? Did you get something up? You know. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, he passed away from brain cancer, and they strongly believe it was due to them messing around on yeah. skin And then she's like, "Thanks for joining us. Go buy my book." <laughs> That's how she ended it. I was like, wow. "Oh wow!" So orbs up the nose. Quite the story. Yeah, like it hurts to get water up your nose. You know, it does. Like what? Like what would it feel like? Have orbs going and, up your nose. <laughs> you know. Well, it probably feel like brain cancer because that's what he does. That's that's crazy. Yeah, she, you missed that. It was a good one. I did miss that, but I was down actually listening to a guy, a treasure hunter, which was pretty interesting. Terry Carter. He was talking. I wanted to hear that. Yeah, he was too. talking about Lost Roads Mines and lots of fun stuff. I didn't. I only got pieces of it though. Yeah. But boy, that's so interesting. Lost Roads Mines. If you don't know what that is, yeah, we need Cope to do. And I've talked we should about, do an like, episode searching around. Like, yeah. Yeah, we've been thinking about doing something on it, but if you haven't heard of it, go look it up because maybe we got to just do a full episode on it. We sometime. probably should because there's a lot of cool. Basically, stuff. Basically, there's gold found to pay off some debts and yeah, and to build things. And for it has the a lot to do with with the Ute Indians and the Mormons and yeah. all these crazy things. And there's a bunch of gold. So apparently, it's still there. Somewhere. Tons of it. Yeah, yeah, tons of it. Anyways, um, so let's talk about real quick. I mean, I want to talk more about Skinwalker Ranch, but to be honest with you, there wasn't that much that was that interesting to me. There wasn't that came none from the Skinwalker Ranch panel. So they had a panel the first or second day we were there. Um, so they had everybody that was on the show. They all sat up there. They had a, some discussions, and then they had kind of a Q&A with the audience. But to be honest with you, there wasn't... There wasn't any standout things. No. The llamas got attacked one night. Yeah. And I didn't see that in the show. No, I haven't seen all the episodes. I anyways. saw the show when they brought them in. Yeah. But I didn't ever know that they so, the, the one thing I did take away from it is, like, those dudes are way more likable in real life than they are I agree. on the show. Like, I just don't like any of them on the show. No. 
they're too like oh. they're trying to build suspense yeah, and it, be like mysterious and they, and they, they seem talk like about pretty that. chill and they talked about that like you know a lot of people are like is it scripted and they're like no but yes yeah kind of thing yeah. right so the one thing I did think was super interesting. So Dr. Travis Taylor did his own. That dude uh, talk. legit knows. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Dude is smart, and he did a. Talk. I thought he was a good speaker too. Like yeah, he's, he's just great. nonchalant, and he's pretty cool. Uh, really good speaker. He talked about like quantum mechanics and how your brain is a quantum computer and yeah. how I liked that. Oh, it was I just great. looked like I'm hungry. I go home. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was fantastic. So if you're ever a, yeah, and you've been reading a bunch about quantum yeah. physics and it, it was really good. He was a really good speaker. So that he, was what everybody voted to talk about, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Like, I know he 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 was gave us a couple of options. One of them was how do we fend off aliens if they attack, and I really God, wanted that, that one. Would have been so good, but uh, it didn't get voted on so but if he's ever around and, and you guys have a chance to hear him speak he is not like he maybe is there were on the implanted show. people to keep a, away from oh, that. i guarantee but, there were several aliens in the audience yeah there they had were like to have been i don't want that one had to have talk been. about quantum physics because yeah. i know because you guys are wrong on that anyways <laughs> yeah. right keep um, it away from attacking yes us. and so like we said the last day cam and i missed unfortunately and that was kind of the big final finale type thing. And so one of the, the speakers on the last day was Travis Walton, and we didn't get to see him. I was actually testing for my blue belt that day, so there was no way I was going to miss Kyle, that. he came in on the uh, second day that we were there. Yeah. We were both, like, excited. Like, yeah, like, we walked right past him. He was sitting right there. Like, he was that actually, dude's seen aliens. He, he fell asleep in his chair. inside him. <laughs> yeah, he fell asleep in his chair for a little while. <laughs> I was going to take some photos he of him. He teleported somewhere yeah. for a moment. Like, if there wasn't all these people around me really watching, it would have been actually more fun because we would have made fun of I wanted more to stuff. go over and, like, because, yeah, I know. That's true. You we kept, I mean? Everybody kept taking our seats. Yeah. And so if you don't know Travis Walton, we have spoken about him before, but he is the subject of the movie Fire in the Sky based on, on his book that he wrote, right? November 5th, 1975, a group of loggers in the mountains of northeastern Arizona observed a strange, unusually... Was it in Arizona? I thought it was back east. Uh, Nope, Arizona. That's crazy. One of the men, Travis Walton, recklessly left the safety of their truck to take a closer look. Suddenly, as he walked toward the light, Walton was blasted back by a bolt of mysterious energy. Yes. His companions fled in fear when they reported an encounter with the UFO, something they would have considered impossible if they had not witnessed it themselves. The men were suspected of murder, obviously. That's the big difference with his story. It's yeah. like, There's he's a lot not of the single witness. Yeah. Like, And there was like cool. a whole investigation around it, like official police investigations. And for five days... Authorities mounted a massive manhunt in search for Walton or his body. Then Walton reappeared, disoriented, and initially unable to tell the whole story of his terrifying encounter. So that's Travis Walton. It is kind of an amazing story and one of the very few abduction stories that I think has like any credibility. There's not so there's too. not many that do, but that one actually has something to it. Yeah. So if you're ever looking for one, that's one to look into. But yeah. he was there, and he spoke, and right. I, I'm sad that I missed it. I know. Seriously, dude. <laughs> we were talking about how he's got to be, like, the center of jokes around, oh like, if he's late at all. Where'd you go? Did you get abducted? <laughs> yeah. Stupid Travis. Uh, it would be so much fun to be his friend and be like, hey. Family reunions, you know, yeah. he comes showing up a half an hour late. Well, let me guess. You got zapped. <laughs> yeah. Got sucked up into space. Supposed one more to be time. here an hour ago. Let me guess. You were in the stratosphere with the aliens. <laughs> Who dropped you off, the aliens? <laughs> yeah. uh, do you yeah. need a ride, or are you getting a hitching a ride on a <laughs> ship? Mm. 
Do, yeah, I bet you get around a lot quicker than anybody else, right? It would be fun to be his friend. But anyways, he was there. We missed it. Dang. Yeah. The last one was George Knapp, um, and we missed him. Obviously, we've talked about George Knapp. He was the guy that broke the Area 51 How story. unfortunate. With, <laughs> with Bob Lazar, right? He's kind of his buddy. He is an investigative reporter for KLAS-TV in Las Vegas. Um, but he also co-authored the book Hunt for the Skinwalker. And that's uh, a book, yeah, I just yeah. read that recently, actually. It's not bad. That's the one I've been listening to the audio, and it's yep. not very great. It's not bad, but it's not great. And he's, he's well, a, I think it has a lot to do with the reader, too, on my sure. part. But I would suspect that's so. the one that jumps around with Bottle Hollow and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives a little bit of that stuff. It's not the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> it's not but little, go listen to it. Yeah. Um, but he's also a weekend host. He has been a weekend host of Coast to Coast AM. Um and so if you're into any of this stuff, you know what Coast to Coast AM is. But the biggest thing for me is he's like the guy that broke the Bob Lazar it's story. coffee, right? Huh? Coast to Coast AM. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> coaster to coaster. <laughs> um, so anyways, he spoke. We missed it. And there was a bunch of other ones that spoke as well. Dr. Jeff Meldrum was kind of interesting. He's a professor from Idaho University. He spoke about Bigfoot, but he went into like like – really in depth on like the anthropological evidence of yeah, Bigfoot. Yeah, and the migration yeah. and like how I mean, he's a believer that there is mm-hmm. like a, you know, yep, ape-like creature and he's like you can't fake some of the photos. No. And the way that they walk it it, it to make it up, they would have had all this background yeah. in, you know. And, yeah. And so I thought that was pretty cool like zoology and stuff. He's like this yeah. th- this is like how they've done like papers and study and evidence and these things. The one thing I thought was interesting, he said most of the cases of the um, witnessed or events of seeing possible Bigfoot are mm-hmm. also in the like areas of the black bears. Black bear. And so yeah. he's like, I think a lot, 75% or more of these mm-hmm. v- these sightings are probably just black bears. Right. But he also said that does correlate with the exact type of terrain that a Bigfoot yeah, would live in yeah. if if they did um if they were alive. So he's like, it could just be black bears or this could be just the exact places that Bigfoot would be. Uh so it was actually really interesting. And yeah, were, I thought it was like a good way of like summing up Bigfoot yeah. in a in a scientific way of yeah. like there was no definitely like... no reason to say no, but yeah. he's not like super you know, and I then, saw Bigfoot yesterday. And then a buddy of mine from Vernal, True. A, an old, a guy I know here in Vernal that I was going to do a project with is a huge Bigfoot guy. He spoke as well. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I missed him because he was during he was during April Slaughter and uh, Terry Carter, so I just wasn't able to get to him, but yeah. I'm sure he was interesting. He yeah. actually spoke along with Jeff Meldrum in the other room. That would have been interesting. I'm like, whoa, but that One was interesting. One guy is super smart. The other guy's crazy. Yeah, he's a super nice guy, but super into Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, he was... <laughs> So he sat down with us the first day. Yeah, he did. Like, he yeah. came and sat at our table, and I was like, who's this guy? And Kobe like, was like, hey, and he's like, this is freaking thing. I had some pretty interesting encounters with the dude. He's he's super interesting, and he is probably the person I've I've met that is the most into Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, yeah probably, probably oh, my right. gosh, yeah. But some of the things Tom said, and, like, at the end, Kobe, I, I can't remember, you went over to talk to the guys, like, the Strata or whatever. Uh-huh. And he leaned over, and he's like, oh, if I had some similar... <laughs> Encounters, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what do you say? Correlating. Uh, I've had some correlating. Yeah, and like I'm like okay. Yeah, he's across the entire spectrum, not just Bigfoot. So yeah. Um, anyways, that that was um, 
Phenomicon experiences. That was Phenomicon uh, 2021, and they are doing it again next year. So we're going to be there again next year to That'd experience be a sweet it. Meet and greet, huh? Yeah, for sure. Get together. Yeah. That'd so awesome. if anybody wants to come, it, come next year. It's it's we'll do it's something. fun. Like I think it was worthwhile. Like I I, I want to go again. Yeah, it I was hope it comes fun. back. So we're gonna have to start a thread on social media um, <laughs> with the orb. Photos. I think it'd be so sweet. Oh uh, yeah, we're gonna have just to do take it. any you know. Take a picture that you think there's an alien in it uh-huh. or an invisible character, an orb, orb yeah. and just mark on it. Exactly. Tell us where you see it and see if we can see Let's it. Let's get something started. It'll probably be Facebook so that you guys can post photos under there. So Great idea. We'll get something. Maybe we'll put that out today because um, it, it, it'll be a good we time. We can show you some yep. demos if you'd like. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Please make sure you're subscribed. And follow us on all the social media platforms. Um, and that's it. And stay survived.